0: Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy and I'm here with my sister Angie. It's a Sunday afternoon and we're actually sitting in my back bedroom with the door shut praying that the dog doesn't bark and my little girl doesn't come in here and start knocking pretty soon. But anyway today we are doing a book called Ten Blind Dates. It's young adult fiction And the reason that we are reading this book is because I am in the process of becoming a librarian, and our librarian at the school where I work has put together a teen read list, and this was the first book on the list, so I asked Angie if she would be okay with us doing this book next, since I need to be reading all these books on this teen book list. And anyway, here is the introduction. I'm sorry, not the introduction, the summary of the book. After overhearing her boyfriend tell a friend that he might want to call his relationship off, Sophie, 17, breaks up with him, then heads to Shreveport, Louisiana to spend Christmas with her large, extended Italian-American family, while her parents care for her pregnant sister who has preeclampsia. So first of all, Angie, thank you for reading this book. I know this might not have been your first choice, and it may not have been my first choice, but she was a good sport and read the book. So, tell me what you thought about the book. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually a pretty good book, and, you know, it's from the point of view of an 18-year-old girl. Right. So, there was a lot of Moments in it where I was kind of rolling my eyes because I'm like, okay, this is what it would be like to be around an 18 year old girl 24 seven. Why? You know, like every little thing embarrassed her, and mm-hmm. you know, no matter, like, oh my gosh, Grandma, are you kidding? You're talking to somebody in church about uh, finding a date for me or, what? or whatever it might be. But there was there was so much um, self consciousness in it. But you know. I have to say, that's probably part of being a teenager. Well, and I will say that was my problem with the book. I kept having to remind myself, because the main character, I just wanted to say, get over it, you know, Mm -hmm. or why is that bothering you? I felt like she was just too sensitive about everything. Yeah, but that is your typical teenage girl. uh, Yeah, I kept thinking, okay, I was probably the same way, maybe. Being a high school teacher, I can just confess, I will just say this, Mm -hmm. so many times in my classroom, I've said something... That I don't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And they'll either roll their eyes or like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she said that. Mm -hmm. Or they're super sensitive to how you word things and everything you say. And I've just learned to kind of keep any comments that don't have anything to do with my lesson, kind of, if that makes sense. If they feel uh, you're talking about them as a person in any way. they in any way or anything at all. They're just, it does seem like... Teenage girls are super sensitive, it's and maybe just all that teenage angst, yeah. Maybe we were that way when we were young, and we just don't remember yeah, it. Yeah, I don't remember being that way, but hey, maybe we, we were. probably were, <laughs> but yeah. So, I think that was my pro. I kept having, but maybe that's why this lady's a good author mm-hmm. because well, she I wanted to ask you so it is a woman <laughs> who wrote the book, yes. It is a woman who wrote I'm the curious book, how old and she I have is. a picture right here. Her name's oh. Ashley Eston. And okay. she looks fairly young. I mean, yeah. she probably looks younger than we are.
1: Yeah, um, she looks look fairly young. I'm sorry, young. I
0: might have said her I'm name gonna wrong. I'm going to guess she's in her Ashley 20s Elston. or 30s, maybe. Hmm. So, I guess props to her because she... Is doing a good job of portraying how a teenage girl probably thinks and feels these days. Yeah, I agree, yeah. So, she probably did a good job there. But anyway, yeah, constantly going, okay, remember, she's 18 years old. She's not an adult. That's why she thinks that way. That's why she talks that way. Yeah, I mean, every time they would, so in the book, they, she, the grandmother talks her going... Going on 10 blind dates. Right. Trying to help her get over the breakup with yeah, her boyfriend Yeah, she's just Griffin. broken up with her boyfriend Griffin. Right. And that's the grandmother's solution to get her mind off of yeah, things. Yeah, so so every day, so the day before the date, or maybe the morning of, I can't remember, they would write on this big board what the date was, mm-hmm. or at least a hint about the date. Right. And she had so much... Uh, she worried so much about who the date was with and mm-hmm. where she was going. And then I thought, well, I guess if I was in her place, maybe yeah, I'd be the same Yeah, I think if I were having to go out with someone I had never seen or yeah. met, I would be nervous, too, and worried about yeah. where are we going, what are they like. I mean, she was just absolutely mortified. But I guess at this stage of my life, I'm thinking, hey, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, it'd be something different. <laughs> just <like> an adventure. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about her, uh, Sophie and her relationships with some of the main characters. Margot is Sophie's older sister, Who is married and having her first baby, but the baby she has preeclampsia, and the baby is a premium and comes early. But what did you think about Sophie and Margot's relationship? Oh, I loved that relationship because they were so close, Mm -hmm. and she wanted to be with Margot, but she I think she just felt like she'd be in the way down there. Yeah, the parents go to stay with Margot in the hospital because they have to deliver the baby early. I don't want to give away too much. So they're taking care. They're helping. They're mainly there to help take care of Margot. Because Margot's not doing very good either. Right, right. Uh, But I love that Sophie and Margot, they text throughout the the whole experience that she's in the hospital. And, of course, she's telling... uh, Sophie's telling Margot about her dates, and Margot's telling Sophie about Anna, the newborn baby. Right. So it's just real sweet because they're very. Close. It is. I I do like that relationship because they're honest with each other, and they're always mm. cracking jokes. Yes. And they're real funny, and they can just kind of speak how they really feel and what they're really thinking. Yeah, they're very tight. So I probably like that. that's some of my favorite parts of the book are the text messages between Margot and Sophie. Yes, they're 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 funny. Well, okay, so Sophie has this huge, huge family, and they all live down in Shreveport, Louisiana, and they're all very close, and they're always at the grandma, the grandparents' house. What did you think about her cousins and her well, grandparents? Well, it reminded me of our family because <coughs> mm-hmm. they kept talking about, oh, she has this huge family, and didn't, how many kids did they say? I think they said, like, one, like, the dad had eight kids, and, like, the mom had mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like the dad came from a family with eight kids, and the mom came from a family with eight kids. Yeah, whatever it was, they were acting like it was just this huge Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. Well, to us... My, right. Our mom has eight kids in her family, and our dad had 13 kids. So this, right. was, this seemed normal to me, I which know. I can see why people would think that's a big That's why I was cracking family. up. I thought that's not a big family. Yeah. I mean, it is. It but is we for have, most people. For most people, I don't even remember the exact numbers, yeah. but it was smaller than our family. Yeah, but like it brought back memories because when we would go to our grandma and grandpa Poland's house, yeah, it was absolutely packed. Yes, The kids sat on the floor. The adults mm-hmm. were all on the furniture. And I totally could relate to how the tables, they had the adult table mm-hmm. they they had the abbreviation for the not quite yet an adult table but i can't remember the abbreviation you remember what I'm talking about oh they almost adult <laughs> table or something They like they had it abbreviated the, yes yeah. and then they had the kid table and then they had mm-hmm. high chair row which i thought was funny. that was cute now i don't Gosh, looking back, how in the world did we all fit in Grandma's house? I don't know, but we definitely can relate to this book mm-hmm. because we have a huge family. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, we would go to our Grandma pull for Christmas, mm-hmm. and, yeah, it was cram full not a place to and sit. And that was with a, a, a two uncles and an aunt living in California and Texas, so yes. their kids weren't even there. Yeah, That's so some crazy. of the kids and cousins weren't even there. Yeah. Okay, and her grandma, of course she was quite the character. She loved to get in everybody's business. She's so sweet. And, you know, but I hope I can sweet. be a grandma like that someday. Yeah, but she really did care about her grandkids mm-hmm. and she, she it broke her heart to see Sophie was out on the front porch crying after she had broken up with Griffin and it broke her grandmother's heart and that's why the grandmother decided we've got to get her mind off this. Let's hey, let's set her up on 10 blind dates. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. What? How she came up with that idea? But that I think that's part of the reason the author had <laughs> this big, huge family because it played into the plot. They had to have ten different people to set her up on a date. Yes, that's true. So, uh, what did you think about the grandmother? Every time you turned around, she's whipping up this enough food for an army. She seemed like Martha Stewart. Yeah, I know. she. like, she how does she nursery. afford all this food, and how does she have time to cook for all these people? Yeah. it seems like they are constantly at her house. They own a plant nursery. The mm-hmm. grandparents own a plant nursery, and she works full time there. Sounds like, and then on top of that, she's always cooking like these wonderful meals. I mean, Mm -hmm. every time you turn around, she's pulling gooey cinnamon rolls out of the oven, or Italian food. Yeah, all these Italian dishes. She sounds like an, and I know women like that really exist, Mm -hmm. and I hope to be one one day. Oh my gosh! I I was just wanting to eat every time. Me too. Yeah, there's just the food alone that they talk about in the book is amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Griffin is. So, here is one of my sore spots in the book. And, oh, well, we were going to talk about dislikes later. So, yeah. we'll just say right now that Griffin is, he went out with Sophie for about a year. It's their senior year. They had even planned on going to the same college together, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they were talking about it. I think. And they are really close. And we'll just leave it at that for now. Okay, so let's talk about our likes and dislikes of the book. What did you like about the book? Um... I liked the, the 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 idea behind the book mm-hmm. of going on ten blind dates in a, in a period of ten days. Yes, yeah. So so you and might. this is over Christmas break. I guess we should have said that. Oh it's yeah. almost like a holiday. Yeah. Top theme. You're, you're uh, all throughout the book. Your you know Christmas is mentioned because this is over her. It's her senior year in high school, but it's mm-hmm. her Christmas, Christmas break. break. So yeah. all these dates are going to take place over her. But break. see, that's such a great. The author that that's a great idea because she, how much fun I bet she had just coming up with these dates. Oh, I know. You know, think I thought. Oh, what would I come up with? And she did a good job uh, having a variety. of Yes, dates. and I think that's what's so fun mm-hmm. about reading the book was. Ooh, what are these ten blind dates going to be like? Who's she going to go out with? Mm-hmm. Where where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Yeah, and the best part was because she has this large family and they're all in for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Every time she go on a date, they're making bets over what time she's going to be oh, home. Oh yeah, they have a big betting and pool. Yeah, going they have on. a betting pool over what time she's going to be home. And then the other thing is, they and how ought- long is the date going to last? Is she going to make it all the way through? Yes. What time is she going to be home? Yes, and then they're always there mm-hmm. when the date arrives. So this this awkward this guy has to show up under this awkward situation mm-hmm. uh, where her whole family's just sitting there staring at him just right. because they want. Want to you know, they want to look at him and say, "Okay, who is this guy?" Right. Okay. Well, she did. Now, she did get a get out of jail free card kind of mm-hmm. type deal. She said, "I will do this, Grandma. I will." Well, they called her Nona. Mm-hmm. She said, "Nona, I will go on these 10, 9, 10 blind dates. I'll play your little game, but under one circumstance, I get one get out of uh, date." Mm -hmm. free card yeah she did use that and the very last one she got to pick her own which we won't go into that we don't want to do a spoiler but people could probably guess what's going to happen it's kind of predictable at the end it's a little predictable but hey it ends the way you want it but yeah it ends the way you want it to um what out of all the dates what was your favorite date she went on oh um oh were we going to talk about dislikes oh i thought we were doing likes Oh, so we're going to do favorite date now. Oh, I forgot. I I'm actually had it in here. I'm sorry. It, I it, jumped okay. ahead of her outline. Sorry if you do that. It's going to totally know, throw me I missed, off. I <laughs> know. I messed with her mind. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. I, I was thinking which li- uh, date we liked the best. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, so all our likes were it was fun. It's fun anticipating the date. And I love uh, how involved her family was with her yes. dates. Yes. Okay. It was fun seeing how her family got involved and got to pick the dates and how they were betting on all the dates. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she had all mm-hmm. these, a couple of, she had one Weird aunt, and then you know she had a couple uncles who were crazy. So you're you're literally thinking, oh my gosh, what are they going to? Now I do want to bring this up too because we're twins, Mm -hmm. so I have to bring it up. She has a set of twin cousins, and they're like called Mary Joe, yeah, and Joe Joe Beth Beth, or something. They they call them the Evil Joes. They call them the Evil (laughs) Joes because they both have Joe in their name, and they. Pretty mean, but I yeah. thought that was funny that the set of twins in the book were. And the her evil mom Joes. was a twin. So one of the aunts oh, was yeah. her mom's twin sister. Oh, I forgot about that. The mom yeah. in the book is a twin. And then her cousin is Olivia. So I thought yeah. I thought that was weird. There was a talks a lot about twins, and then there was an Olivia as a main mm-hmm. character, which is your daughter. Yeah, name, so. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Okay, dislikes of the book. Okay. Uh, well won't you tell me how you feel about their the family's treatment <laughs> of Griffin? Okay, yeah. This was my the big ex-boyfriend. This is the ex-boyfriend <laughs> Griffin, and this is my this is my big complaint. And sore spot of the book, but maybe it's because it's a super protective family and it's from a teenage point of view. But basically, she walk Sophie, but before all this happens, she walks into a party over Christmas break to meet Griffin. She had asked him to come to her house just to spend some time alone, and he's like, No, won't you come over here to the party? So she's already kind of bugged at him. He doesn't see her walk in the party, she overhears him telling his friend. Uh, oh the friend says oh is Sophie on her way and he goes yeah but he's kind of bummed he sounds, bummed about he it. sounds mm-hmm. real bummed he's like and his friend's like hey what's up what's the matter and he's like I don't know I was kind of wishing she was going to go away for break to her family in Shreveport just so I could kind of see what's like to be single again or to yeah, have a separation I, yeah, or whatever kind of do like a trial run or what yeah. it might be like if we weren't together Okay, so yeah. here's my opinion. <laughs> He's just telling his honest opinions mm-hmm. to his friend. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know she's listening. Yeah, It's only natural your senior year to maybe question relationships and mm-hmm. maybe say, oh, maybe I shouldn't be in this relationship. Maybe I want to be single. There was nothing wrong with what he said. I totally agree. Do you agree, agree yeah. with that? Yeah, that was my, if I had to critique this book and, and say if there was one thing that I thought she didn't do very well, mm-hmm. she didn't give mm-hmm. a, a strong enough case for Griffin Uh, to be disliked. Until the end. To be disliked, which we find Mm. out later he is kind of a... Yeah, we find out later he is a creep in some ways, but right now we don't know that. Exactly, but my point is the author, I wish she would have come up with something a a little little bit more... Yeah, he didn't say anything disrespectful, he didn't say anything rude. Something more breakup-worthy than I'm, I'm, you know, kind of tired of or whatever. I kind of wish that I had some time alone. And he said something about having fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, I, I I would like to Something to the effect of, I'd like to have fun over the break. Like, yeah. In other words, so like, she, if she's here, I can't have fun. She took it as she wasn't fun anymore, but his words just, of course, devastated her throughout the book. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as her family finds out that he said that, uh, they're all immediately against him, and they don't yes. like him. So, every so family that, It just member, realistic to me. Yeah. All because he said, maybe implied that she was boring, and maybe he mm-hmm. wanted a break from her. Mm-hmm. Which is totally natural and normal. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I'm getting myself. I like, guess for a teenage girl, any, yeah, the, even the smallest doubt rejection is is total rejection. Well, so. but what I, my problem with it was the way her the way the family treated him. Mm-hmm. Well, I never liked him anyway. Well, I he's a bonehead, and yeah, and, and they were super protective. And every time he would call or show up, yeah, they were super rude to kind him of and mean. I thought, really, y'all are treating him like that over mm-hmm. him saying that? Exactly. He was just being honest about his feelings. Yes. What does she want and to it do? Was Pretend it like he's still, everything's still I know. Okay does she, she want him just, just to lie and not right. be honest? Okay. So that was my biggest beef with the book was yeah. how they treated him over nothing, and then of course, she gets all emotional upset and breaks up with him mm-hmm. all because he said, Oh, I kind of wish we had a break. Yeah, I'd like to have fun. So, that was your biggest dislike, yes, you okay. know. And I would be offended if someone thought I was boring, don't get me wrong, yeah. but yeah, it, like you said, she needed a more valid reason for the break, yes. I just felt like it wasn't a very yeah. good, good reason. Um, okay, so I want to talk about one of my dislikes, and basically, okay, the narrator in the book, she okay. was good, she was very good, she was good, and, and the fact that she she could do all these different voices. Oh yeah, she, she did was all these amazing voices. with the voices. But the one voice that she did that I hated Who? was the voice of Wes. Oh, okay. Hey, Wes is is an old old friend. He's part of the Fab Four that mm-hmm. has been friends forever. Sophie, Wes, uh, Olivia, and Charlie. Yes, and which and then. Um, Sophie starts developing this love interest for Wes. Yeah, well, she okay. had a crush on him when they were younger. She had, yes, they had crushes but she on each other. because Olivia liked him. Yeah, they both liked each other. They kind of have a history. They both like each other, but just never did get together. Right. So now, throughout the book, you see her growing interest in Wes. Well, every time the narrator, who, by the way, do not ask me why, but she reminds me of Kristen Stewart. Something oh, about her okay. voice. And I just picture Kristen Stewart. And, or, or maybe it's... No, I think Sophie reminds me of Chris, Kristen Stewart. Okay. Kind of the real serious yeah. and every little thing offends you yes. like she was in Twilight and yes. those books. Yes. Teenage Eight. Yeah, she yes. just, I just kept thinking of that Bella whenever yeah, I was... Yeah, I could see that. Could you see that? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I did not like her voice for Wes, so it made okay. me not like Wes as much because she made Aww. it sound like a dweeb. Well, i just have to say this mm-hmm. and I know I am not a professional audible recorder oh, I know, at all. But I I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I, when I used to teach English and I would read books... I'll never forget, I would try to come up with voices for all my different characters to keep my kids engaged. Oh. And once you run out of voices... Oh, I, Yeah, that, that's what I think happened. She just, it you know, gets you can't hard. You have a voice for She has she a, a voice for so many people. It gets hard to come up with that you know, different, it, unique voice. He would say these real cheesy... They were cheesy lines anyway. Yes. Like, well, she was bowling, and he goes out and whispers in her ear, You're a natural. But yes. the way she says it, I'm like rolling my well, eyes. He, and you just hit on something else was... <laughs> one of my pet peeves was... He kept flirting. Wes is flirting with Sophie 24-7. Yes. But she's like, I don't know. Am I reading too much into this? Maybe he doesn't like me. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> she doubts if he likes her. I know. Through the whole thing. I mean, am I reaching no, her? No, no. She I, stretched that. That whole yeah. idea. And uh, he's he obviously he flirting likes. with yes. her 24-7. Of course, he does have a girlfriend. Yeah, I, mean, so I mean, that but he just broke but up he, with yes, her. Yes, that's and, and, true. And she knows he's not real crazy about her. Yeah, that's um, true. I guess because he does no, have a girlfriend, even though she knows they're on the outs. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. It was very obvious he liked her, but she just she couldn't just figure couldn't it out. couldn't accept it or figure it out. Yeah. Come on, Sophie, get a clue. <laughs> anyway, okay, was there anything else that bugged you about the book? Mm. So the good thing yeah. was, it's fun. We look forward to the 10 dates. There's mm-hmm. some funny parts. I love the relationship between the two sisters. And this is one of those books, I don't right. know why, but I felt like if I had read it instead of listened to mm-hmm. it, I think it would have been funnier to me, because in my mind, yeah. I, I would have had different ideas mm-hmm. of how they said certain oh, things. Oh, I have to say that. One negative about listening to books instead of mm-hmm. reading them—we mm-hmm. don't get to come up with our own voices. Exactly. We're listening to someone else's interpretation. Like, there was a few places voices. in there that I actually laughed out loud, but I mm-hmm. kept thinking if I had been reading that from the book, yes. I think there's a lot of more places yeah. I'd have laughed out loud. I agree. Just Something hear it in my about my reading voice. the book and yeah. hearing your own voice sometimes yeah. seems funnier. Yeah, I agree with I that. I don't know why. Okay, so she did go. She actually went on nine dates because she got a one get-out-of-date card mm-hmm. free, whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, what did you think the best date was? I thought the best date was her first date. And I was mm-hmm. surprised. I just thought the author was going to make them all total flops and disasters. Yeah. But the first date, she goes out with this really cute boy named Seth. Yes. And he takes her to, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but it's <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a winter festival. Yeah. And they end up like uh, yeah. Having snowball fights and sledding and down the hills and, and uh, eating the cool f- carnival eating food. The carnival f- yeah, that was so, all and, and he's he was, good looking and funny. Yes, and he's has funny, a sense of humor. And, and you kind of get the impression they're going to end up together. Yeah. So that was a great day. Yeah, I thought, man, if that was my first date, I wouldn't want to go on anymore. I'd want to stay with that guy. Mm-hmm. But now, I also like the date. Well, I don't know if I liked it, but they went to a hockey game. Uh, mm-hmm. Her and another guy went to a hockey game. But here's my question. So at the hockey game, everyone was allowed to bring a pooch. Everybody was allowed mm-hmm. to bring a dog. Because they were trying to raise awareness for yes, pet adoption Yes, trying to raise awareness and money for pet adoption. And then they all got to walk across the ice and all that. Mm-hmm. But my question is... Would that really ever happen in real life? Is I don't that know. something that would actually happen? I've never been to a hockey. Because we game. don't have hockey in this area, right? We don't even have a hockey rink. Probably I don't think the we closest do. ones probably in Tulsa. I was somewhere. thinking Little Rock might have oh. had a team, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I and mean, that's just not something we have around here. But so my I don't question know. is, okay. The dogs are going to be doing their business everywhere, yeah. right? They said, you saw that part where they were... They said the ice was yellow. They yeah. had a little parade across yeah. the ice. They, they, they said, said they the ice was yellow. going out, scooping it up off the ice. I, oh, I forgot about that. But I was thinking, it's like, so up disgusting. in the stands. I'm sorry. I was just thinking, I don't know if that's a realistic thing yeah. to put that in the book. Because I don't know that you could yeah. let hundreds of yeah. dogs into they a had building. Eight, and they were in a little box seat in a, like a, kind of like a little sectional... Yeah, it was seating. like a, you know, a box seated at a And they game. had eight puppies in there. So, yeah, and I agree. I keep... was thinking, that's just yeah. gross. But, yeah. But, I mean, it was a neat idea, yeah. and I like that she turned it into, there were <laughs> dogs and puppies everywhere, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how realistic that would be, that yeah. you really could do that. I don't know. Okay, um, So, what the, were the worst dates, did you think? So, well, you and I talked briefly about this before, mm-hmm. and we both agreed it was the, um, the, she went to a drive-in movie, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, the Evil Joes. The First evil Joes, of all, the Evil Joes are behind this, so you know it's going to be a bad date. She already knew it was going to be a bad date, because the Evil Joes had picked the guy. Yeah, so immediately she knew the guy the, was a real winner, because... He says, let's go get something to eat. And she says, okay. And then he's like, fast food okay with you? And Mm, and she's like, well, I really was hoping, in her mind, she said, I really was hoping for something else, but I guess. And so they go through and he's like, I'll take a super size." Hamburger, And then he turns to her, what do you want? And then yeah. they eat in the truck on the yeah, way to the drive-in movie. And she says, food's <laughs> falling out of his mouth. And he's slurping down a big Coke. So the yeah. date gets off to a horrible yeah. mean, you know, And then they pull up to this drive-in movie. Yeah, he's like, well, I, the, the evil joes had told him, hey, take her to this drive-in movie theater. It's awesome. Well, mm-hmm. he didn't. He'd never he's been there. kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And, to and, his credit, yeah, he didn't know right. what was going on. And she says, this is weird. There's only one person in every car. She notices there's no cut. There's no well, couples rot, there rot. and the next thing you know they're showing stuff on the big screen that's x rated, x rated, yeah. an x rated movie, and she is about to die. Yeah, so well, like she runs out of the car and goes into uh-huh. the gift shop, which turned out to be uh-huh. x rated, an x rated gift shop. Gift shop, and mm-hmm. locks herself in the bathroom, and of course calls Wes to mm-hmm. come rescue her. Yeah, and of course this other guy is just like, now, "I felt like that was a little dramatic too yes. because he because the her date did come looking for her to give yes. him some credit. Yeah, he did. And come he come offered to for take her, her home." home. Yeah. yeah, she's like, no, it's, go away, It's yeah. over. And she's like, no, I, I, no. She was so mortified and embarrassed. But see, if she didn't do that, then Wes couldn't be her shining hero right. and come to her rescue. I was like, well, it wasn't his fault. He didn't know. But she said he did kind of sit there and watch it for a little while. Yeah. He was mesmerized or something. Yeah, so. so he wasn't the best day. Yeah, so the, the, is that all you can say about that date? Because there's one yeah. more date I want to mention. What's the other so worst date? The other worst date was her weird aunt sets her up on a date with a freshman... Yeah. In high school and she's a senior. <laughs> so obviously that yes. would be very, very awkward and and she takes them to a middle school, and they're part of a live nativity. Yes. And she has to wear, and she's Mary. Yes, they and, make her be she, Mary. She has on this the headpiece, and it's lit up and it's blinking. Yeah, she has lights yeah. all over her costume. And, and, yes, and then they have um, real animals, and the goats are literally trying to eat the bottom of her robe. And they hand her a live and they, baby. They hand who her a live baby who's crying. I mean, that they they made it just about as bad as you, bad as you can get. And yeah. then her date, what was his name? Jordan? Well, and a, a little freshman girl comes over and whispers to her, it's like. <laughs> you <laughs> How well do you know him? And she's like, I don't know him at all. I was set up on this blind date, and she's like, Oh, just be careful. His nickname is Hundred Hands Harry. Yeah. So the whole time he's real handsy with her. Yes. I'm just picture her, like slapping him away. Yeah. So she's dressed up as the Virgin Mary. Everything's she's blinking all over. She's holding <laughs> a crying, screaming baby. Uh-huh. Hundred Hands Harry's trying can't keep his hands off of her, uh-huh. and she finally the just had a Live nice, animals, live and animals. And right when they walk up, Harry yells out to everybody in the crowd, Hey, this is my date she's a senior yeah <laughs> so can you imagine how embarrassing that would be for yeah, a senior that, girl so that was funny that and I thought was that funny. was very creative that she came up with that as one of her worst dates. yeah so, anyway. yeah okay well this one wasn't very very long um we do need to rate the book so Angie how many blonde dates do you give this book well, personally, i give it, you know, probably about three and a half. But okay, that's I'm higher a, than I thought you'd If did. I'm a teenage girl, yes. I I, th- I can see young adults really liking yes. this book. I'd and that's what I was going to say, say is I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it three blind mm-hmm. dates. Mm-hmm. But having said that, if I were a teenage girl, present-day teenage girl, mm-hmm. I probably would give it higher. Yeah. So I think this is very appealing. It's a romantic comedy, but it does have some more heavy material, especially when her sister and her niece are, I won't get too much in. there but their condition's very serious that in the hospital. A, that was a grounding force in the book. Yeah, You'd have all this craziness going on, and then all of a sudden it'd be back to... To the serious. The serious side of how's, the how, sister, how's and sister and baby doing. doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, was, I would say for teenage girls, mm-hmm. they I think they probably would really like this. I don't know about teenage boys, though. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure. I, I have know. no idea. I know. I can't think mm-hmm. like a boy, so I don't know. Well, did you have any last comment you wanted to say about 10 blonde dates? Um... No, I can't think of anything. It wasn't too bad. Okay, well, short and sweet. So I guess we will sign off, and we will see you next time on Twin Twin Talk. Talk.